When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Today is Monday, February 15th. Um, we're talking LA Galaxy. I'm here to help me talk all things LA Galaxy. We've got Eric, aka the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me on again, Gio. It's always a pleasure to talk LA Galaxy soccer, and it uh, seems like there's a, a busy weekend and a busy week ahead of us. So excited yeah, to, to talk it's, about what's going It's a very interesting very interesting one. I just want to let the people know it's going to be a 30 minutes one. I got to travel. I got to go. So unfortunately I got to cut it short, but, um, but yeah, Eric, uh, let, let's, let's start with today. With today's news just happened just a couple minutes ago. Uh, the yellow galaxy sign that they announced, announced the signing of defender O'Neill Fisher. I think he previously played uh, recently with DC United the last couple of years. And, you know, he's been, he's been in the, around the league for, you know, since 20, what was it 2012 i believe he's just been he's been around and he's been through the league what do you make of the signing to me it feels like a depth signing i think uh with someone of his age he's 29 years old uh like you said played most recently played with dc uh spent some time with the seattle sounders before that uh jamaican national team uh call-up player so it's someone who definitely has a lot of experience and uh can provide um you know experience on the right hand side looks like he'll be uh, either backing up Araujo or providing support and those spots start. So I think it's a nice depth acquisition. The only, uh, you know, hesitation part is he is coming off of, uh, he's had ACL issues in the past. So of course that's injury concerns. Like anything we have Danilo Acosta who had a similar injury last season. So to have uh, two of your outside backs with similar injuries is a little bit scary, but when you look at it on a whole, someone with national team pedigree uh, playing for the Jamaican national team, someone with his age and experience in the league. And then you look at uh, a player like Araujo who may be gone with, you know, the Olympics or some youth national team, other, uh, you know, adventures where he may need to be gone. I think this is a good piece to bring in uh, to kind of solidify that right-hand side of the defense uh, when Araujo is not playing. Yeah, no, and I think that's what you want to see uh, from from the uh, Legaxi, right? Adding these pieces, and I misspoke because he's actually been since 2015. Uh, that's when he started and got drafted with the Seattle Sounders, and I think that's what you want, right? If you're the yeah, LA Galaxy, we know we know who's going to be starting at right back. That's not a question, right? It's Julian Araujo, and I think everything what you said, right? Adding that depth, especially when Araujo is gone, depending. I don't know if the Olympics is going to happen or if he gets an, another international call up with the U.S. Men's. Um, I think that's what you want, and you want a player that knows the league knows how this league well is really well and i think i and i really like the signing just like you said is the depth piece now i just want to see how he actually plays i'm gonna be honest I've, i have didn't really watch too many of dc united games i want to see how he he'll fit in you know with, with the defensive mind and then how so he's able to move up within the offensive mind and, and starting to look at you know they're slowly adding pieces to the puzzle um but yeah, I, I like it. You know, he has he also has a Jamaican national team cap there, so we'll we'll see what happens moving forward uh, with with Neil Fisher and how much time he actually gets playing. Um, now let, let's talk about uh, Christian Pavone. 
obviously it's the saga that continues it's the saga it's the never-ending saga i keep tweeting about it keep talking about it and i, I just hope that you know okay i'm like thinking to myself is this the last week i'll talk about christian Pavone finally coming to the galaxy or they're going to part ways right so new things emerge on, on thursday it looked like uh you know a bid went in for christian Pavone. there was a lot of speculation that it was 10 million for 50 percent or 7 million there was a there was a bunch of numbers thrown thrown around and then uh, on the galaxy side um you know, from what was thrown out there and what was also told that, they, you know, they weren't really uh, aware that that Boca had accepted or, or you know, their their negotiations. And I know a lot of the Argentinian media was essentially putting out that, that the deal was done. You know, we're, we're now Monday. Nothing official has been done unless there's some backroom deal that was done and we don't know about it. Um, but to the other side of things, uh, you know, there was also this uh, the accusation of the woman that Pavone has this history or, you know, this, I guess, legal history, we'll put it that way. Pavone has denied any of that. Um, and now she doesn't want him to leave the country. He wants to, she wants him to essentially face justice. Pavone saying that he didn't do it. You know, you know, pictures came out, but it doesn't really look like it's him. I don't know. Uh, yeah. What are all of our thoughts about this whole situation? I'm, I'm feeling very much of the same mind as you as you know is this the final week that we're going to talk about christian pavone i think uh last time i was on the show it was probably a month two months ago and, and we were we thought it was a done deal we thought okay he's gone he's back with boca and you know it's time to move on and this seems to have just kept dragging on there's just been that that slight uh glimmer of hope that that door is open that he's still going to be able to return to the la galaxy but just as more time goes on the situation gets murkier and murkier and just the elephant in the room is is the sexual assault allegations it's something that uh, if you're the la galaxy you want to take seriously and that you don't want to um put yourself in a situation where you're bringing in a player who can have um you know be dealing with legal trouble for an upcoming season or not being able to leave the country and that's someone who you're you're putting an investment in and an investment between whatever figures you, you choose to believe, whether it's between 7 million or 15 million, uh, you know, you're, that's a $15 million investment. And if it's someone who you can't move or can't leave the country, then you have to decide, you know, at what point is this worth walking away from? Uh, Christian Pavone is a MVP level talent. Who's someone who, you know, you'd be happy to have on the team and from the on, on the field perspective, you want to do anything you can to make that happen. Um, but the situation just, it seems to be getting murkier and murkier. I think, um, when those allegations first came out, you know, people wanted to give it time, see what exactly came through. Um, the the accuser put a, a picture out and it didn't look like Pavone. But then when we found out it's someone who was uh, maybe a member of his family. So maybe that wasn't uh, to, supposed to be a smoking gun, but just to show that there's a connection to the family. So you thought it was done and then it wasn't done. And then, you know, you heard that an offer went in. Uh, from the galaxy and that Boca hadn't accepted. Uh, and then the thing that made me pause and makes you really think is that negotiations or news really went quiet after uh, that alleged court order came forward, not allowing him to leave the country. Because if the deal, uh, if an offer went in, then you would hear Boca either accepted it or they didn't accept it. Uh, but the fact that it just went completely silent lets you know that maybe things got hung up somewhere. So either the galaxy maybe. And again, this is pure speculation. Maybe they backed out of the deal after finding out more information, or maybe Boca was unable to accept the deal because of that information, whatever's going on. So um, as much as you'd like to see Christian Pavone on the field for as an LA Galaxy player contributing to the team, I think there's just there's too many question marks right now for the LA Galaxy who uh, they need stability. They need something that they can they can bank on and that they know that they can 
you know, have consistent performance on the field and not have to worry about outside factors, uh, you know, being an issue with the club. And I think uh, they're, they're very close to a point where they just maybe need to cut their ties with Christian Pavone, as sad as that sounds. And you want to, uh, you know, the difficult part of this is you want to, this is someone who has ties to your club and you want to try to support the player. So if the player has a legal team and he's denying these allegations, then to a certain point, you know, you're, you're making it known to the world that you're not supporting one of your players. Uh, but the other side of it is he's not one of your players right now. He's not currently on your roster. So if it, is it worth the headache? Is it worth bringing in? If he was someone who was under contract for several years, then maybe you say, okay, we're going to back our guy. We're going to support him, but th- there's no real ties that the galaxy have to him right now. So maybe it's worth, Uh, walking away it's not worth the headache uh, that this has seemed to you know the prolonged thing of the last three months whether it's signing not signing now the allegations now the injuries it just seems like the 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 cons just keep adding up on that side of the list yeah it's it's definitely adding up and I think one thing that you know we've seen from the LA Galaxy since these allegations first came up the way I guess the way I see is uh, all along the LA Galaxy have treated Pavone in this situation like he is their player like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they haven't stopped or paused or ever said that they, they're, you know, they're not pursuing Pavone. They, they continue to pursue him like as he was his, his, their player. And uh, they haven't necessarily publicly defended him. But when you're still, you know, in talks with him and bringing him, I'm assuming, right, that, you know, the front office, whoever it is, Dennis Close or whoever, has spoken to Pavone or had some type of communication. Mm-hmm. They spoke about it. Uh, with Pavone about this whole situation, these allegations. And I think uh, the Galaxy, this is my take. I think they understand, talk with Pavone and they believe Pavone enough to continue those conversations. Um, you know, he's told them, he's, I think one thing that I saw about Pavone, he right away denied those allegations like pretty, pretty quick. It, it wasn't like, you know, he waited, you know, he, he denied them right away. Now that no, just cause you deny something doesn't mm-hmm. mean, doesn't, doesn't, I'm gonna play the, it doesn't mean you didn't do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I think all this will come down to the LA galaxy is if he's able to leave the country, right. If yeah. he's able to leave the country, then I think galaxy will make that investment. Um, if he's mm-hmm. not able to leave the country, then I don't, I don't think any way you make that investment because, um and once he's leaves the country i don't know if he's 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 at fault i don't know if he's guilty or not but once he leaves the country i think i think i do know this though once he leaves the country he can't be tried for whatever accusations is going on um in argentina if he comes back to the u.s so the galaxy won't have any legal trouble i don't believe if mm-hmm. he comes to to the u.s now the other side is like what if he is guilty what if he's found i mean yeah it's a whole, it's a whole nother thing. Right. Exactly. And the the interesting thing is just, we haven't heard anything from the galaxy about this. And maybe this is how, I don't know if they want to let it play out. They, they have more answers than we have, you know, than we do. And I think that's why they're, they feel comfortable to continue the the negotiations. Yeah. I I think you make, you make an excellent point about obviously they're in negotiations with Boca juniors to try to get Pavone the player, but I think uh, you, and again, maybe I'm naive to make this assumption, but you would hope that they're having talks with Pavone and his legal team as well. Um, I would hope that if the Galaxy do move forward uh, with bringing Pavone in, that they have all the necessary information in front of them that they know, okay, we feel pretty strongly that this is something that, you know, uh, he's going to be able to walk away from. And that's why we're choosing to bring him in without being pretty certain that that's going to happen, then I don't think it's worth bringing him in. So uh, it, it all depends on whatever conversations they've had with him and whatever 
you know, his, he and his team and his family, whatever they are, they're able to information they're able to provide to, to equip themselves. And that's, that's kind of where it's at. So it's, it's a messy, messy situation. And it's, it's difficult to talk about it because it is something you want to take, you want to take seriously. You don't want to dismiss any allegations, but at the same time, uh, you know, without hard evidence, it's, it's difficult to, you know, it's difficult to, to go the other directions as well. So you hate to play down the middle and try to play be wishy-washy, but there's just not enough evidence out there for the average person to make a full judgment on, on exactly how, what the best way is to handle this. Exactly. And I think uh, another thing to this, right. We, you know, I know people have spoken online or on social media about, you know, how the LA galaxy in the past with the previous players have, you know, separated themselves from those players. I think in those situations, um, I know everything, every situation is different, but in those situations, either the player confessed to it or they're, you know, in Katai's, which is, I think is still an interesting mm-hmm. situation. Um, you know, you saw that from his wife. And I think once you actually can see it and, or yeah. someone confesses to it, I think there's another, another level to it mm-hmm. that like, you know, and obviously there was a very sensitive time in our country when the whole Katai situation was going on exactly. as well. So, and with this, you know, I don't know if Pavone is true, you know, is out guilt or not. But one thing I do know is he came out and said that he's not guilty, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's one thing that I guess the Galaxy are going off. And with more information off that, obviously I'm not a lawyer. I don't know how these things play out. Mm-hmm. But I hate to talk about things that are not soccer related, but it is yeah. soccer related. You know what I'm saying? Because it, yeah, and and you're you're right because here we are, you know, breaking down what's legal, what's it like, what's, <laughs> exactly. what the, what's the legal system in Argentina, yeah. and how's this going to play out. But at the end of the day, it, it's the reason why we're talking about this is because it, it it puts the LA Galaxy's future in question because this is not only an open roster spot but a designated player spot. So it it could completely change the direction that a team goes if they're able to bring him in or if they have to cut ties with him. Uh, it, it can change change the direction of the franchise for the next season, which is why this is kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I think one thing that I, I feel comfortable in saying is, like, I don't see the Galaxy making that investment, the eight or whatever, whatever, how many millions of dollars it is if he's not able to leave the country, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know? I don't see them making that investment because it, it makes no sense, right? Yeah. It makes no sense. And I think if he's able to come here, I don't believe any of those situations uh, will, will come back mm-hmm. to Pavone out from Argentina. Now, moving forward, if this, I don't, we haven't seen from Pavone, at least in the United States, when we're covering, have him some type of, you know, I think some of these things follow a player. And I don't know prior to the LA Galaxy, if he had any of these, you know, sexual, you know, abuse allegations or anything like that. None of that has come up. So I think this is a first for Provone. I could be wrong, but as far as I know, that that's that's what I know. But I think also moving forward, if the LA Galaxy do move forward and they do bring in Pavone, you know, from what I've been told is that he's going to have to have surgery for, you know, the fibrosis in his mm-hmm. ankles. And that can take up to six to eight weeks. So essentially two months. So you may, you potentially may not have them, which may not be that big of a deal for the first yeah. couple of weeks of the season. Um, so there's a little bit more to this, but what, what do you think of that? If they, if the galaxy move forward um, and they bring him in and he's not really going to be there with them at the start of the season. Well, and that, that brings in that whole other question of what do you believe? What do you not believe uh, of, you know, is this a negotiation tactic? Does he really, you know, need this, the surgery on his ankles. It's possible that he does, but we saw someone who played every minute of every game for the LA galaxy. Didn't show any signs of injury uh, throughout the season. That doesn't mean that it's not there, but it it just, uh, it does seem odd that it's going to be both ankles. He needs the surgery and it's a, a, you know, procedure that's going to take a couple months. Uh, MLS just released 
when their season's going to start. It's going to start on April 17th. So when you think about it, that's about six weeks from now. So you would think if he comes back, then it's going to be right when the season starts. Um, so there, he obviously needs some time to get fitness and get everything going. Uh, so he would probably most likely wouldn't start the season if, if this is true, but to your point, it just, it's another box in that negative column. So if you have the allegations, you have um, the back and forth with the negotiations with Boca juniors being difficult and not being an easy process. Then you have the surgery concern. It just seems like if there's a plan B, the galaxy probably should be maybe leaning towards the sure thing that they know or, or holding off until the summer until they know they can get a designated player. That's a higher quality or at the Christian Pavone level. So it just seems like a lot of the negatives just keep adding up with Pavone. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think obviously I don't know, uh, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I don't, you know, I haven't heard anything about, you know, coming back from a fibrosis injury that, you know, that a player may not be able to play up to the same level. I think with this, it's, um, I'm with, I, I, you make a great point. This could be a negotiation tactic by Pavone because he, he clearly doesn't want to play for Boca. He said yeah. that he's asked to get surgery out there. And I think Boca now thinking about like, well, we don't want to have our doctors. Uh, this is what I'm assuming have our doctors, you know, operate on him when he's not even doesn't want to play for us. Why don't we just let galaxy take care of this whole situation. Yeah. And I think they, that's some of the things that I've heard that they, they want the LA galaxy to, to the doctors for the galaxy if they do move forward for him to have the surgery out here and i think right if they do move forward and everything moves forward with the galaxy i think that makes sense for him to have the surgery out here so he can recover out here yeah uh, and i think the season moving pushing being pushed back two weeks um in a way it helps the galaxy and it helps Pavone. um because right yeah. now it looks like he's the number one guy he's you know he's number a on the mm-hmm. letter a on the list we haven't really heard uh you know any other players um but i think what another thing that also makes it interesting you you have you have a, a player that's shown he's been you know the best player and now you're also seeing things like chicharito he's starting to get physically fit right and you're starting at pieces more pieces of the puzzle and it makes you wonder at least for me, what would a healthy Chicharito with an explosive Pavone, we know what Pavone can do, uh, in the offensive side of things yeah. and with, you know, Greg Vanny. Um, but it, it, it is tricky, man, but I just don't <laughs> see the Galaxy backing down from – stepping away from this as of today, as of right now, as of this podcast. Yeah, that, that's something that we were excited about last season is when, when Chicharito came in, he said okay, he's not going to be at the Zlatan level that we've become – accustomed to but you know with a full season of Pavone and a full season of Chicharito it's something to be excited about and even you know before Katai had his issues as well you thought okay with you know a couple talented players on the wings uh, a solid striker up front that this is is promising so um, last year obviously it didn't pan out but you look again this season you see Chicharito I know uh, Kevin Baxter recently wrote an article where he interviewed him and he talked about how last year was probably the lowest point the rock bottom in his career and he has a debt to pay to 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 the fans to, to make it right. And you see that with the work that he's putting in looks very fit, uh, taking it very seriously. You know, he's on that kind of redemption tour. So, you know, he wants it. And then to have a talented player like Pavone come back, it would be exciting to see. Um, I know there are some people in uh, the LA galaxy world who believe that even with the same exact roster, just switching the coach with Greg Vanny, that they can probably get better results. I don't, I think there are roster changes that need to happen to, in addition to the change with Vanny, but if you take that for what it's worth, then uh, maybe the tactics, the system, whatever it is, can work better 
um, you know, under Vanny, and then you have a healthy Pavone once he gets back and a, a fully fit Chicharito. It could be exciting. So uh, I don't want to get my hopes up too much over, you know, the Instagram workout videos, uh, but, but it, does look, <laughs> it does look promising. I know, I know, I know, right? He's he's definitely putting in the work, man. He, I, I will give him that. He's he's definitely given me, um, you know, as a fan of the game, as a as a fan of you know just watching the sport, right? To see him, like you know what he's looking, he's doing everything right. You know, I think we just got to see yeah. him on on a soccer field, and we just got to exactly. see that's, him out. That's the that's, that's the final question, you know. <laughs> exactly, everything else he's saying the right things, doing the right things, showing everything. It's just now we need to see the final product on the field. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, to the quote I have it right here, it was a very, very, very powerful quote and a very honest one. Um, but I think you, I feel like that's something that the LA Galaxy fans might have needed to hear at the end of the season. Uh, you know, and I'm glad he's doing it now, but I think just to, maybe maybe he was not in the right mindset to do this. Yeah. But I think, you know, what he said is, quote, I touch rock bottom. I have a big debt with my club. I have a big debt with my fans, with the with the Galaxy family, end quote. Um yeah, I mean, for him to say that and just to be honest and, you yeah. know, say those things, I think, you know, to, to your point, you know, he's saying the right things. He's doing everything he can. I think now we just got to see him, how he actually looks on the field, you know, and I think I think the team will look a lot different with, with the Greg Vanny, uh, you know, in the helm. And, you know, if it's Pavone moving him forward there and just just the creativity of what we'll see with Pavone, or if it's Pavone and Chicharito, mm-hmm. but I think. I think a number that I'm seeing that I want to see for, for Chicharito is like, you know, is it fair to say that, you know, he could score up to maybe 15, 15 or more goals or is it 10, you know, what, what do you think uh, is it's, it's over and under. Yeah. If I were to go over under just because of how poor last season was for him, I'd probably set that number at 10. I think that's fair. You want to see him get to double digits and you say, well, a DP signing one of the highest paid players, that's a really low bar, but at the same time, everything's relative. So if you look at how things were last season, you look at the pieces around him to get double digits and goals. I think that's a fair expectation. And then if he can do greater than that, then of course you'd be happy to take it. But I think if, if I were to Chicharito and, and you wanted to set a goal, that's probably where you'd set the goal. It's a realistic goal. I think, I think their goals are going to be out on the table, especially when you look at uh, some of the opponents that you run into in the league. I think, 10 goals is is a fair expectation. Uh, you'd like it to be higher, but I think setting the bar low, set ex, keep expectations low. If you go in and saying, you know, he's going to get golden boot, 20 goals, <laughs> easy, you know, then, then you're going to be really disappointed if he scores 10. But if you say, okay, if he can get the double digits, you know, if he gets a few, a few goals, gets his feet under him, starts to look like the Chicharito of all, then you can start getting uh, excited and getting hyped up for it. So I think it's, it's important to keep that, uh, keep that expectation, you know, obviously higher than it was last season, uh, than what the end result was, but, but not to, not to shoot too far uh, out of the realm of possibility. Cause he's someone who hasn't been informed in the last three or four years. So you can't expect that he's going to magically turn it on. It's going to take some time to get there. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I think, okay, I guess 10, I was, I was looking at 15, but yeah, you know, 10 or 15, you know, you're right. Yeah. Double digits, you know, if he's able to get to double digits and then you're working what you know what what's the magic there and i think for him it's also you know uh, you know if if it is going to be a 442 formation or you know we don't know we don't necessarily know yeah. we know that greg vanny at times can, can change it depending on the opponent but um i think chicharito definitely needs another piece up there right and i agree and i i don't know 
whoever's on the team on the roster right now, are you going, are you going to want to pair them or are they, are they waiting for this Pavone situation to get another striker midfielder or, you know, how do you see it? Yeah, that that's the that's that's where I, I disagree with those who think that Vanny is the difference uh, and can get something better at this team. I think you do need other players. So, uh, and again, this goes back to Chicharito saying all the right things, doing all the right things, but we need to see that final product on the field. Same thing with Greg Vanny. He's mentioned that you know he wants to put you know Chicharito in a place to succeed. He wants to set up his team well, uh, but we're not going to know until he sets up his formation and and what his style is and how it's going to move. We're not going to know until that plays out. I do think he needs some help, whether that's a central attacking midfielder to kind of pull the strings and set him up, uh, whether that's an, another winger to complement Pavone on the other side. So you have wingers crashing in uh, and pulling the defenders away. That way it opens up space for Chicharito to, to make his runs in the box that he's, he's famous and, and well-known for. Uh, so it doesn't necessarily need to be another forward, but they do need another piece, whether it's uh, another winger or, or an attacking midfielder. I, I don't, you know, maybe it's a second striker, but I think uh, an outside winger or an attacking midfielder might be the spot that unlocks that space that, that, that Chicharito needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's been interesting, you know, whatever the piece they had that, that will help complement Chicharito because he, he's definitely the guy up top. Um, just to finish off this, uh, Eric, let, let's talk about the, the you know, the, the Galaxy jersey that was leaked. Um, you know, I posted on LA Soccer Hub. A fan already has it. He's He's yeah. wearing it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he has Mexico. a plug, but I heard, I heard, I heard in Mexico you can get it. So yeah. that, that's that's where you you got to get it. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna lie, it looks nice, especially you know when you see it on someone. I always like to see when it looks like either on a player or mm-hmm. on a fan how it actually looks, and I think it looks really good. You know, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah, that I mean, that's one of my my favorite colorways as a old school Galaxy fan, the since '96. Uh, days you know that's that's one of the better looking jerseys that 1997 the thick stripes with the the tech green and the black and the gold detail and so you know there were leaks that came out that it was going to involve those colors and in my head I thought okay it's going to involve those colors but it's not going to be like a direct copy and so I was actually surprised that it's essentially a copy of that 1997 jersey in the front it's just updated you know with the Adidas mark and the Herbalife sponsor mark and so I was actually surprised that it was essentially a, a duplicate so uh if it's if i thought i'd be a hypocrite if i said it was one of my favorite jerseys but the copy of it i don't like it as much i was just expecting some maybe like a different take on it but that doesn't mean that i don't like it i think it's something that's gonna you know bring in those fans it's gonna sell a lot of jerseys because fans you know definitely love uh you know th- those old school original galaxy teams that made them fans and so i think it's it's a great looking jersey and it's a, a nice little homage to the past especially with vanny coming in uh, you know, I love it. I, I love the way it looks. It's a nice contrast to what their their current home kit, and uh, it, it's just exciting to be able to to have something uh, that that's that the fans can wear with pride. Yeah, I mean, you, you just said what better way to bring to bring a, a throwback retro jersey or whatever whatever you want to call it. And only that your head coach played when we they were using those jerseys, and you know, and just to bring yeah. it, you know, bring everything back into perspective, and you know, now twenty twenty one, definitely, definitely, I think it's definitely going to be one of the top jerseys um, for the LA Galaxy um, this season. And I think you know, if you get a chance, definitely buy it or head down to Mexico because yeah. that's, that's that's what I heard where you can <laughs> where you can well, go ahead and buy it. But um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's exciting. I think I want to see a lot more clubs 
I want the MLS to do that or Adidas or whoever's in charge of making these jerseys. I think you want to also always have like a, like a retro, right? We see that in other mm-hmm. sports. And I think uh, we know the MLS is not, you know, doesn't have the the years that other leagues do, but I think, you know, we're in the 26th, 27th year, mm-hmm. I believe 26, but uh, uh, yeah, I think, you know, you start bringing back some of that history with those jerseys and it definitely gets it exciting. And, you know, I'm interested to see it once the players actually wear it. And I'm interested if they will have the lines in the back. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. That was another kind of a, a hot topic, was it? Because it had uh, the black box on the back, uh, you know, or a blank back. Uh, all the leaks seem to be the replicas, or I think even the ones that are for sale at the Adidas store in Mexico are the replicas because they don't have the stars, uh, and then the back, you know, is solid black. So I'm, you know, to me, <laughs> the fact that it has the, the stripes on the front that's the important thing. On the back, uh, I know when they had their Night Navy kit that was released a couple years ago, um, you know, it had a box, so the stripes were still on the bottom, but not on the top. So to me, that's nitpicking little things here and there. It, it's not uncommon to, for teams with stripes to have a box so the numbers are easy to see uh, on, on TV. So I'm good with that. It kind of encourages personalization. So if you're into personalizing a jersey, you know, you're, you're better off personalizing it than having a blank back. But, but like you said, it's a nice way to, you know, you honor tradition, but at the same time, you're moving forward with, with something new and creating a new history for yourself. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, that's all the time I have because I got to go. I got to catch a flight. Um, But Eric, I appreciate you working with me. I know it's a lot of back and forth, um, but thank you for being on, even though it was a quick podcast. But let the listener know where they can follow you. Yeah, as always, thanks for having me on. I know you're a busy man, so I'll I'll let you go. But you can always find me on Twitter at HammerEV. You can also find me on Instagram at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. Yeah, and also check them out on TikTok, man. Be making some creative TikToks too. It gets <laughs> down I, with the TikToks. And I, I repost those on, on Instagram and Twitter. So if you're not on TikTok, you'll you'll see them circling around. Yeah. Guys, if you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure to give this a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, wherever you get your music. You can follow me on Twitter at Gio Garcia LA. Also, make sure to also follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at LA Soccer Hub. For Eric, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.